Hey there, before we get started, I always forget to say this. Would you please go and take a moment and rate and review the podcast, wherever you listen to the podcast. It's super helpful, it helps people find the show, and it also gives me good feedback on how I can be making the show better, or how I can continue to be awesome. That was uncomfortable for me to say. Okay, thanks for doing that. All right, now we'll get started. Here we go. Hey there, friends. Joining you today on a bonus episode of Doing the Best We Can with Eddie Koffeltz. If this is your first time here, this is not what the show is normally like. Go back a week. That's what the show is normally like. But this week, I am taking a week off, spending uh, kind of just a week resting my brain and uh, and am dropping just a little bonus episode here. We get a lot of feedback on the show, and I thought, you know what? I, I was putting all the feedback in the newsletter, which I'll still continue to do some of, but also thought, you know what, just like every five or six weeks, I'll just do a feedback episode, a little bonusy sort of episode, which is what we're doing now. And so I'm going to read some feedback from some of you. Uh, some of it's going to be serious, some of it's not. All of it is sort of in reference to other issues. So uh, you won't be lost if you haven't read the newsletter or listened to the podcast, but I will give you references if you want to go back and kind of connect the dots. So the first one we got is from my old friend, Taylor Fadina. I met well, I've known Taylor for a long time. I, I kind of forget if it was back in the just we met on doing the best we can days. But anyhow, I have known Taylor for a long time and she has been super supportive of all projects on Twitter and Instagram and has launched her own project. And in issue, what, 10, 15, 16, 17, issue 17 titled 143 p.m. that came out January 12th, I talked a bit about uh, that I would like to start featuring people's projects. And Taylor was kind enough to send along her project, and she writes, uh, in part, she wrote a lot of nice things. Which, thank you. She said, after listening to Annie and Eddie keep talking, by the way, this is a show that I used to be on uh, and uh, love doing. She says, after listening to Annie and Eddie keep talking, among other shows, I realized I generally love to hear two people talk about the minutia of life in great detail. The Snack Show is a great example of this. Yes, it is. Her, my new podcast, she says, very new podcast called Tailored Creative. Get it? Tailored. Her name is Taylor. Tailored Creative. Season two releases, releases in March. In general, I host creative conversations on any topic the guest finds interesting. Would love to have you on if you'd like. Yes, I would love to be on the show. Yes, let's do that. Come on, Taylor. I'll be here. Email me. We'll figure it out. Uh, but until then, uh, I'll keep listening to yours and keep reading your writing and supporting our friends' projects. Sorry, did you just hear my phone beep? I apologize. This is live and we're doing this in one take. Um, she said, also, in tandem with the podcast, I create 3D greeting cards, photography, and other creative projects I intend to sell. Creative projects can be found on my website, tailoredcreative.com. I'll put that link in the show notes, but I'm over here on Tailored Creative. And it is just fantastic. I really like her work. She did did a really cool like 3D renderings. That did, did some really clever things that seem simple, like a Nestle Crunch bar, but it like looks like a real bar. But I have a feeling it was made on a computer. Um, and just did a lot of really cool creative work. A lot of beautiful birds and flowers. The flowers on the right side, the purple and yellow ones, look like they could be a tattoo. So does great photography and magazine spreads and a podcast and all of that stuff. So make sure you go to Tailored Creative. Dot com check out her work if it's to ever be bought you should buy it is it i'm clicking around right now can you buy it yet taylor well if not soon tailoredcreative.com make sure you go there and i guess make sure you listen for me on <laughs> her podcast later in march and april since i both received and responded to an invitation on a podcast so taylor thank you and sorry we didn't get to meet in baltimore we were about to meet in baltimore at a podcast that we were doing but 
it was like heavy COVID or kind of towards the end of it. And I didn't get to meet anyone, but Taylor was there front row. And it was really nice meeting you there, Taylor. Good chicken sandwich in Baltimore. It seems to be on the point, but holy smokes. I Baltimore and this chicken sandwich go hand in hand in my mind. All right, let's move on. There was a lot of response from the January 26th newsletter and podcasts, and it was a little bit more, a lot more serious. This was issue 19, XIX 19, and it was titled The Year of the Rabbit. In this episode, I shared a bit about uh, the shootings that had happened uh, earlier that week. Um, I know it's probably hard to keep track, but these were shootings that had happened uh, right at the, the the celebration of the Chinese New Year. There were people dancing, uh, and then someone came in, and uh, yeah, it was brutal. So, um, so I wrote a bit about that and got two just interesting uh, responses that I think are both certainly worth our time and considering. The first is from uh, Maddie, and just so you know, I edit some of these because. They're just uh, some of it. I don't know. Just doesn't feel. It feels like it was just to me. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read the parts uh, to you that seem more public. So if that's okay. Okay, Maddie. Maddie writes in response to this article. She said, "Man, this hit home today. Thank you for writing and sharing. I was raised in Newtown, Connecticut, and was a mile up the road in my freshman choir class when the Sandy Hook shooting took place. Maybe it was just my age or na- naivete." and closeness to the situation that made it feel so unfathomable at the time, but it felt like it shook the entire world. These days, I feel the same reaction you do. I skim the headline, justify moving on by telling myself I need to protect my own mental health and not knowing the details, and then forget about the problem until the next headline. I convince myself it's a lost cause because if nothing has changed yet, how could anything change? She continues on to say, but then I read this and appreciate what you said, and I think thoughtful words like this are a part of the solution. I can only assume you have felt similarly, wondering what you as an individual can do, but you've reminded me and everyone who's reading this of the humanity behind the issue, headline after headline, and that is certainly not nothing. Maddie, uh, thanks for sharing uh, part of your story. What a scary situation. I don't know. Scary is not enough of a word. Um, but what an incredibly scary situation you must have been in. Uh, I can't imagine just being down the street from Sandy Hook. Um, I can't imagine it having been many states away, much less uh, right down the street. But I appreciate your thoughts and um, uh, just really resonate with your kind of questioning like, okay, what are we supposed to do? Which then leads me to the next piece of feedback that I got from Megan. And Megan, I think, expresses what a lot of us may be feeling Uh, Megan writes, Eddie, how in the actual world are we supposed to care deeply about everything that breaks God's heart? You're telling me to make space for awareness about Asian American injustices and gun violence. So does that mean I forget everything else and set aside the people starving in Somalia and elsewhere, human trafficking, lack of clean water in a lot of countries? Uh, And she goes on to list some other issues uh, that are also uh, very horrific. She said, I just, or Megan says, I just feel guilty Uh, I've just, excuse me, I just feel guilt when I keep being told to be aware of and care deeply about something else because it seems like everyone wants uh, everyone to care about research and be familiar with their problem and why it's a problem and why we all suck at humanity for not caring or being aware of their problem. I can't do it. I get that there is problems and, uh, and, and they're horrible and they shouldn't be happening. What is my part to play in every single problem on the face of the earth? 
And then uh, Megan closes by saying, is this depression talking or do other people feel this way? Yeah, I think, uh, Megan, I, I think that I don't have a great answer for you, but I have two thoughts as I was considering this. One, I totally understand and empathize with compassion fatigue. Um, we live in a pretty broken situation right now. And if we allow ourselves to go down the wormhole of all of the darkness, some of which you have illuminated in your email, uh, it's pretty overwhelming. And so, yes, I get it. Secondarily, though, um, I do think that there is a responsibility to not, because of the overwhelmingness, just disappear and do nothing. Uh, I, I don't think everybody has to care about all things equally. I know they're all equally important. They are really equally important. But there's a lot of things I haven't written. For, for example, there's a lot of things I haven't written about. It doesn't mean I don't care, but that week, at that point in time, and now, the issue of gun control and common sense gun reform matters to me. And so I'm not saying it's more important than anything else. I'm just saying that that's something I could do with my little newsletter that week is write something. And so I think, Megan, the the response in a way and the consideration in a way is one, don't burn out on it all, but at the same time, don't do nothing. Not that you're saying you would, but we can't just do nothing because there's so much something that needs to be done. If we all just kind of picked a thing, and we all dug in just a little bit, it would move the needle exponentially on a lot of different things. There are enough of us, there are enough resources, there are enough voices, there's enough money to move the needle on all of these injustices. Um, and so I, I, I would say just a baby step might be really helpful. Maybe, maybe Megan, maybe you didn't need all that. Maybe you just needed someone to say, I hear you. And so I do, because this is one way I can't tell if this was a solution moment or or not. Okay, Megan, thank you for writing in. Uh, and also Maddie, thank you for writing in about the year of the rabbit. Okay, uh, we have some audio that people sent in. You can record messages, by the way, and I love them. I get very few of them now. I think everybody burnt out on them because I didn't check them for a while. <laughs> but I'm checking them now, and they're great to hear. The first is uh, from, okay, from issue... 18. Uh, it was titled The Keynote Party. Um, and it uh, in, in it, we had three special guests, Debbie, Emily, and Elise. And they shared with us some things they are interested in. And they basically, like the short version is, they gave like three or four minute presentations on just three random topics that they were super interested in. Uh, and Rachel, who we will hear from in just a moment, heard that and has a response. Here's Rachel. Eddie, 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 hello. This is Rachel. I'm calling from Perrysburg, Ohio, and I am calling to say how much I thoroughly enjoyed the delightful last episode of the podcast. And I did not mind at all that it was the longest episode. In fact, I welcomed it. So thank you for the smiles. Debbie, your happy hormone hack information may have changed my life. I think it was just the thing I needed to hear. So thank you. I am going to be implementing these things into my daily routine. And Emily, inclines to trip on will absolutely be incorporated into daily conversations. God bless you all. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you. Keep it up, Eddie. Bye-bye. Okay, Rachel, I will. Thank you. I like I like Rachel's accent, too. It has kind of a Joan Cusack accent. I love it. 
Um, and I also, <laughs> I'm laughing because if somebody hasn't read issue 18 and has no idea what's going on and why we're talking about happy hormone hacks and what what is this podcast about, welcome to doing the best we can. It's just a little bit of stuff. <laughs> uh, uh, the next person we got to hear from was Kelly. Um, Kelly uh, left a message after the February 2nd issue, issue 20, XX. Uh, which was called Demolition Deconstruction. And in that, we also had a guest on. Uh, her name is Katie, and Katie is working on a project uh, that shared a little bit about, but that project kind of resonated with Kelly. And so here is Kelly. Hi, Eddie. Uh, my name is Kelly. Um, I live in St. Louis, Missouri. I just wanted to say I really appreciated your most recent episode. I mean, I love all of them, but I really appreciated the one where you're talking with Katie. Um, I've been pondering a podcast um, for a while, and I think that I'm thinking that this will be the year that I step out and actually launch something. (laughs) Um, But I wondered if you had any tips on how to make sure you have like You know, not that I need every single big ticket item to start, but just what are the essentials in starting Um, besides a name and all that? I have a name, but uh, just kind of feeling like I would love some more guidance and wondered if, you know, I could either get Katie's email or um, just any info on best tips on starting. Okay. Uh, listen, Ke- Kelly. Thank you very much. Thanks for the kind words about the about the show and the newsletter. I also love, I love hearing get like we're getting insight into people's worlds. Like you could almost hear her like getting out of the car, zipping and unzipping a purse. <laughs> I just love that it was like heard the podcast and was like I got something to say. Um, okay, Kelly. So a couple things. Uh, first of all, the first thing with a podcast is absolutely without a shadow of a doubt figure out who your audience is like who are you talking to and uh and what do you want to say to them there are so many podcasts in the world that if you don't know your audience and you don't know the point um it will just sit in and blur um so to that end in issue 10 from November 3rd, it was titled Person to Person. I wrote all about this. I wrote all about finding an audience for a podcast and in the second part of the newsletter, uh, which uh, you can go to, it's all in the newsletter archive. I will put uh, the archive in the show notes. I talk about all the equipment that I use to make a podcast. Now, I will say that I use some slightly fancier equipment than you may use or that you may need to get started. Um, And this is because over a decade, I have uh, found a a need to be able to use this. But I would say if you were starting a brand new podcast, I would buy a Yeti microphone, just a Yeti podcaster microphone. I would jam it into the side of uh, ideally a MacBook if you can. Uh, I'm not Mac snobby, but they're just a lot easier for podcasting. I would jam it into the side of a MacBook or any kind of Mac computer not an iOS computer, so not an iPad or, uh, you know, a phone, but into the side of a computer. And I would open up GarageBand and I would start recording yourself. So find your audience. I think that is the cheapest way to start. But um, if you want some deeper dive into what I use, yeah, the uh, issue 10, person to person. And I'm not going to connect you with Katie because it feels like some sort of HIPAA violation, even though I'm not protected under HIPAA as a podcaster. But I will just say, Katie is hearing this. If you all want to connect, I'm sure that you will find each other on, you know, the social media. Oh, and Katie's website, I believe, was on the show notes of issue 20. So go there and you can probably reach out to Katie and uh, we will leave it at that. 
All right. The last one came from Maria Wright. Maria uh, writes, uh, I love the Spotify list. Okay, pause in this. So Uncle Jimmy and I put together a Spotify list. Uh, I will put the link to that in the show notes. I forgot to figure out where that was from. But in one of the episodes, we put together a playlist, which we're still adding to. uh, And it's called The Brothers Obsessions. Uh, and it is basically songs that Uncle Jimmy and I love. If you don't know Uncle Jimmy, it's too much backstory. But uh, he is my brother, and he is a great friend, and he is also a real music savant. And so we put together a playlist. Uh, and so Maria apparently was listening to that playlist and said, I love the playlist. And then she shares, my father-in-law's favorite song was If I Had a Boat. Oh, just such a good song by Lyle Lovett, actually. Hold on. I can figure out how to play this right now. Let's play uh, If I Had a Boat by Lyle Lovett while I'm doing this. Oh, yes. Okay. So, my father-in-law's favorite song was If I Had a Boat by Lyle Lovett, and when he died suddenly, we wanted to play it at his funeral. Uh, In a small country funeral parlor deep in Alabama, the sound guy popped in the cassette on the wrong side. Let's pause there, because that is just a loaded and fantastic sentence. So, the father-in-law wants Lyle Lovett played (laughs) there in a country funeral parlor, which... Nothing funny about the death, but the fact that it's called a funeral parlor is just old school because it is deep in Alabama. And then the sound guy put it in, put the tape in. So I don't know when this happened, but it makes me happy that uh, there was a tape put in. Anyhow, so uh, uh, Maria continues by saying the piano started and my husband and sister looked at each other puzzled and suddenly Lyle Lovett is singing, she's hot to go, she's ready. Half of the room clutched their pearls and the rest, she's such a good writer, half of the room clutched their pearls and the rest who knew my womanizing father-in-law, Yeeks, felt that the right song had just been played. And so let me play you the song that actually did play. uh, And that's where we will close it up for today. I hope you have a uh, really good rest of your week. I'll be back next week with a new episode, a new issue of Doing the Best We Can. And thank you so much for all of your feedback. You can continue to send it to me. Uh, on eddiecoffolds.com. All right, let's hear let's hear the the song that actually played and then let's clutch our pearls together, shall we? Here we go. She's hot to go, she's ready. She's okay, hot I to love go this. right now. All right, take care everyone. She's hot to go, you got to know let's stop and do it, girl. I don't have no link to shop. You don't have to stand in line. You don't have to care who sees your hair. You don't have to waste your time. She's hot to go, she's